You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I am Blair Angulo. I am joined by Andrew Ivins. He's a recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports, and we're bringing him on the show because there was just a loaded event down in Florida, and he was there for us to cover it for 24-7 Sports, the battle 7-on-7 in the Miami area. Andrew, first of all, how are we doing? I'm a little sunburned, <laughs> a little tired, but no, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I, spent I was the... expecting that, you know, <laughs> I, I like to do this with our listeners. I like to peel back the curtain a little bit and give them an, an inside look or maybe an understanding of what it's like to be a recruiting analyst. Um, you know, and then they're all interested. Obviously, they're listening to a college football recruiting podcast, but going to some of these seven on seven tournaments where you are there from probably 830 to 9 a.m. and then until sundown. Uh, sometimes even they turn the lights on at, at the complex or the facility or wherever you are. I mean, these are long eight to 10 hour days. You're on your feet the whole day, obviously not running around like the athletes are, but yeah. they are. I mean, it is, it is physically exhausting. It is. And like, I'm not, let's be clear. I'm not complaining about saying we have some difficult job or anything like that. I just, I do think a lot of people don't understand how difficult it is to keep track of everything that's going on. Like you have multiple fields, you have teams from all across the country in different regions. Like you have limited context of who some of these kids are. I mean, you've only seen a headshot and there's never any rosters. The schedule is always on some random app. So it's a lot to kind of take in and try to get work done. Like, uh, I, you know, I, I think I was carrying around a camera, a notepad, multiple phone chargers. I mean, it was just, it was a bunch, but you know, it's fun. Uh, I'd rather be out seeing stuff than just sitting at home watching film. So it was, it was a good weekend with a lot of football and really a lot, a lot of dudes. You talked about it earlier when, before we hit record on this, you, you called it a lot of dudage. And one of those dudes there was Damani Jackson, the five-star defensive back from Southern California. He kicked off the weekend by announcing his commitment to USC. So USC continues its momentum into the 2022 class. He's the number one corner in the country, according to the composite out of Santa Ana, modern day. You got a chance to see him there at the battle event. What'd you think of him in your first look at Damani Jackson in person? So Blair, I mean, I know you're aware of this. We did a deep dive of the class of 2022 kind of back, I think it was in like May or maybe early June when we were in kind of the heat of quarantine and there was really nothing to do. And I think I was assigned watching all of the corners that we knew about in the class of 2022 from around the country. And I'll, I, you know, I loved Damani Jackson's film. I remember getting on a rankings call saying, I think this guy is a stud. I mean, he made a ton of plays and I th just thought he was, it was exciting and fun to watch. So fast forward to Saturday, and this was my first in-person look at him and he's got the size, man. He's a twitchy individual. And the one thing I really liked is the fact that he's physical. Um, he was trying to jam at the line of scrimmage, get in people's faces, redirect them and all that. So 
I was impressed. You know, he gave up some some catches and, and some receptions. And our colleague, Steve Wiltfong, you know, he was out there with me and he wanted to bring that up. But I think it's just hard in a seven on seven setting to be a true lockdown corner. Like you're going to give up some passes, especially when you're playing multiple games over the day. But I thought he did an excellent job and, and, and definitely seemed to be a five star type of prospect. You know, from a recruiting standpoint, I think it's huge for USC to, in a way, continue to piggyback off of the buzz that Corey Foreman gave that program in the early signing period when he announced at the All-American Bowl selection show special, uh, the five-star defensive end also from Southern California. So USC, in its aim to try to take back the West from the likes of Ohio State and Clemson and Alabama and all the programs from a national standpoint that are heading out to California to steal talent, to keep Damani Jackson home and to get a commitment from him about a year away from signing day, from his own signing day, uh, it's an indicative of what assistant coach Dante Williams is doing there and what he's trying to build there in that secondary room. And so when you couple... Damani Jackson with some of the other wins that they have they're building a defense now with with some serious star power and you know obviously you got to see him do you feel like he could potentially be one of those program changers you know one of those players that potentially can make a difference and get a team over the hump similarly to what a a Jalen Ramsey was able to do at Florida State a few years ago absolutely man and I want to do point out I feel like it wasn't too long ago that we at 24-7 Sports and others were writing stories about how USC was just spinning its tires with recruiting. Like they weren't getting anyone. Like They, they uh, finished in the 60s in the recruiting rankings for the 2020 class. So this is a program that has catapulted into the top 10. And, and really, I think they started to feel that heat under their seat. And I think it really motivated them and pushed them to start actually making waves in recruiting. Yeah, and I think when you get a big fish in the boat like Domani Jackson, other kids are going to take note. And in, in some, I mean, I didn't really talk with Damani uh, much at the tournament, but I bet when he saw a guy like Corey Foreman is deciding to stay home and play for the hometown team, that kind of makes him not reconsider, but you know, these kids are so intertwined. They spend weekends at tournaments and events this, that they know who the ballers are and, and, and ballers want to play with ballers. So I think that helps. And just circling back to Damani as a player, I mean, absolutely. I think he can be a program changer for you. I mean, who knows what happens when, once he's on campus and, and the bullets start flying, but he has, he checks a lot of the boxes off for being a, you know, a, a true shutdown corner on the outside in a league where people want to throw the ball a lot. So it's an absolutely a monster get. I mean, and you're right. You parlay that with Corey Foreman up front. Now you got a guy in, in that back end and, and hopefully they can find someone to, to be in the middle of that defense as well. And USC is trying really hard to finish with Rajon Davis, one of the top uncommitted prospects in the 2021 class. Just took a visit out to Ohio State, so stay locked in with 24-7 Sports to get all the latest on Rajon Davis and what he liked about the Buckeyes. And obviously, he's heading into an announcement during the traditional signing day in February. We are joined by Andrew Ivins. He covers recruiting down south for 24-7 Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at Andrew underscore Ivins. Now, there was a lot of uh, more star power and a lot of more talent in this event. Let's start with bootleggers. I know they're a team that's always making noise in the seven on seven scene, and they are always loaded with with top tier talent. 
It's crazy. I, I was talking to, I think it was one of their coaches before the tournament. And I was like, hey, can I get a roster for you guys? And he sent something over and a few names were crossed off. And he's like, to be honest, man, we're thinking about about not coming just because you have a few guys playing basketball. I have no idea what he was talking about because when they showed <laughs> up, it looked like a, a college team had arrived. They were by far the biggest team on hand, the longest team. And in the secondary, they, I think they had six guys or maybe it's five or six guys that we currently have ranked inside the top 24-7 for that class of uh, 2022. They had two LSU commits, an Ohio State commit, uh, another guy who recently decommitted from LSU, and then another guy. But the one who I think really stole the show is Jacoby Matthews. He's a, a top 24-7 safety you know, you look at him at first, you think, oh, is this like a linebacker? But he moves extremely well. I, I think he's listed at 6'2", 205. I mean, he might be a little bit closer to 210. This was actually the second time I've seen him in really the past month and a half. He was also at IMG Academy for the show. I love them both times. I think he had four or five interceptions over the course of the tournament, you know, all over the field, has the size. And he spent most of his junior season actually playing quarterback at a necessity at, at his high school there in Louisiana. He, I think he told me he only got three games on defense. So he's an intelligent player that can diagnose routes and seems to know what's going on. But he's definitely a stock up guy for me and someone that I think will have a chance to potentially challenge for a fifth star just because, you know, he probably is going to be more of an in-the-box defender, but man, he can run uh, and cover guys in the slot and honestly be out on, on the outside and cover someone out there as well. Yeah, he's he's definitely a guy that that we should, I guess, maybe continue to look at a little bit closer. And like you mentioned, definitely on, on five-star watch. You're listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. We're going to be back with more from Andrew Ivins. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I am Blair Angulo. If you like this podcast and if you like college football, which I'm sure you do since you're listening to this podcast, let me tell you about Late Kick with Josh Pate as well as the College Football Daily with Trey Scott. I wanted to remind you that we have a really good collection of podcasts here on the 24-7 Sports Football Network. So if you're into recruiting, if you're into college football news, if you're into the daily discussion, make sure you check out those two podcasts. Make sure you you search College Football Daily or Late Kick with Josh Pate, and you'll get all your recruiting needs and your college football needs. Now, Andrew, you know this is a, a, a time, I, I think, right now where a lot of players 
players are able to hit the reset button. And I think the the start of the seven on seven circuit is bringing in kind of that that refresh or or maybe giving a lot of optimism to some players that potentially weren't able to have a season or are still waiting to find out if they're going to have a season. We talked about Damani Jackson earlier. He's a five star corner from USC, has yet to play his junior season because there hasn't been high school football in the state of California. I know in the state of Nevada, the, the football has also been pushed back, uh, possibly until the spring, if, if not canceled altogether. And one of the headliners for that Vegas-based team was Zion Branch. He's one of the top safeties in the country, one of the top overall players in the country. And he was another one that I think you pointed out that, that really stood out to you just based on what you saw of him at the 707 tournament. Yeah, again, a guy I had kind of highlighted on the sheet of roster, someone I wanted to see was able to chance or catch a, a few of his games. And uh, he's a safety, uh, again, not to sound like I'm echoing myself, but he's got some size and he can move. I mean, he's not as big as Jacoby Matthews, but he, he understands where he needs to be and, and, and he can break uh, on the ball. In terms of recruiting, it seems like it's really a four-team battle right now. USC, we mentioned them earlier, how they're recruiting really well and you know Las Vegas isn't really all that far from Los Angeles he he, he highlighted them uh Oregon was another school that I think has really picked up contact but I think the two that might might be out in front right now are Ohio State and Clemson. And I spoke with him at length about both schools. With Ohio State, he likes Kerry Coombs, the coach there, and the fact that Ohio State has sent a ton of players to the NFL in recent years. I mean, they're kind of a DB factory. With Clemson, it, it seems to be the fact that he... It's kind of drawn to that winning culture uh, in what Dabo Sweeney has built there in Death Valley. And, you know, Blair, you interview kids all the time. I mean, that's part of the job. You meet them, meet them early on uh, in, in the process, and then you end up finding out later down the line where they're going to school. And I keep thinking to myself after my conversation with Zion Branch uh, and just what he said about Clemson, that like he's a kid that I think could visit Clemson whenever this thing opens back up and, and fall in love right away and make a decision shortly after. I just think a lot of things he said kind of align with what other recruits that have picked Clemson in the past have said. So interesting recruitment, but he's absolutely a, a talented player and, and seems like he's going to be the next big one to come out of Bishop Gorman there in Las Vegas. Yeah, Bishop Gorman, for those that maybe haven't followed recruiting for for very long, uh, was kind of the IMG uh, yeah. uh, that, you know, in, in recent years, it's been IMG, right? Where a lot of the talent, I think, accumulates and, and everyone kind of looks at them as maybe the loaded roster. It wasn't too long ago that we thought that Bishop Gorman was that program. And, you know, when you look at the recruits and, and maybe kind of their, the way they approach the process, not a lot of them are afraid to leave the West Coast. You, you talk about Haskell Garrett, a defensive lineman who's at Ohio State, uh, a Brevin Jordan, who was a standout tight end for my Miami, you know, a Tate Martell, who obviously had a lot of the headlines during his recruitment. Bubba Bolden, also another player from from Bishop Gorman that that is having a, a, you know, kind of a rebirth at Miami. This is a program that I feel breeds recruits that are not afraid to leave the region. And so when you point out that Ohio State's in good in a good spot, and when you point out that Clemson is also a school that, that intrigues him very much, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. And, you know, I, I think the biggest hurdle for some of these programs 
has been the pandemic. You know, when you think about Zion Branch and his ability to hit out to hit the road or to even have coaches go out there during the spring evaluation period when it's 115 degrees in <laughs> Vegas uh, and it's not really spring out there. I think it has affected some of those relationships and it has affected his ability to go out and see some of these schools factor in a, a player like Zyrus Moss, uh, the, the highest rated recruit at Bishop Gorman in this 2022 class. He has a teammate, Fabian Ross, who's already committed to USC as well. So can't can out the Trojans. I know the yearly crystal ball prediction went in for USC for Zion Branch. So that's going to be one of the most fascinating recruitments, I think, because if visits reopen at the end of the spring at as we're expecting it to, and you know, recruits are able to go out on trips in, in small bubbles. Um, I, I do feel like he's going to be one of those that could potentially fall in love with a place and, and call it call it a day. So uh, he and he's a big time talent. I mean, he's also got a brother, Zachariah Branch, who's yeah. a top 100 prospect in the 2023 class. Um, this is a player who was starting on varsity as a freshman at Bishop Gorman, and and not a lot of freshmen are able to do that. Yeah, and, and I'll point out, I, I was talking to uh, the Branch brothers' father, and he did say that they think they will take trips on their own to Clemson and Ohio State at some point in the next month or two. But yeah, you bring up a good point. I mean, it's a lot different when when you normally go to these seven-on-seven tournaments and everyone's visiting all these places and they're interacting with coaches, but we're still in this era where kids are communicating via Zooms or doing virtual visits. And it just seems like that's that's the norm right now. And it's wild if you take a step back and you're like, wow, you know, a, a year ago, these guys have been telling you about the junior days they went to. Now it's oh I got a I got a call scheduled on on Monday night at 8 p.m. with whatever school it is. Right. Well, this is a change of pace. This isn't high school football. This is seven on seven. And, and you know, it's a little bit different when you're going out to cover some of these events. You know, obviously the emphasis and, and I think the concentration is on the quarterbacks, on the receivers, on these skill positions. And we're always tracking fluidity. We're tracking athleticism. We know we we know and we understand that it's not real football, but I think we take a lot of value in events like this. Who stood out to you at, at the quarterback spot and and at the receiver spot and, and maybe at some of these skill spots like tight end and linebacker were there and were there any other players that really jumped out to you that maybe you weren't familiar with well i'll give you a guy that i am familiar with that's that's where i'll start okay uh, wesley bisthane uh, is a linebacker out of miami central in the class of 2022 a kid we currently have inside the top 247 he was playing for the miami immortals i mean most seven on seven teams like they don't even bring real linebackers with them they'll they'll normally take a safety and put him in that linebacker spot just a guy that's better at covering but Wesley Bisthane actually played linebacker uh, and he was awesome on Sunday just kind of running around you know getting his hands on some passes and that's what we're looking for like you said fluidity guys that can move that's the way this game's trending you have to be able to play all three downs and I thought he uh, stood out for sure told me that he recently met with Florida State. Miami's also in there, so it seems like an FSU-Miami battle is brewing for for Wesley. And I think right now I'd probably give the edge to Miami, but uh, Mike Norvell's staff seems to have been doing a good job here as of late. Another kid I like, Sherrod Cavill. He's a uh, a safety, three-star safety out of the Virginia Beach area. I think he's at Oscar Smith. Again, another guy I saw at the show uh, a couple weeks ago there at IMG Academy. But to me, 
He's like a new age safety that you are able to blitz in certain situations, put him in man coverage, other situations, uh, have him drop back into the zone. I think he's a, a utility man on that defensive side of the ball. Uh, and he's got great ball skills. This is my second time, like I said, seeing him. Notre Dame has been recruiting him, but both Virginia and Virginia Tech are, are heavily involved. I think they realize this is a guy that they can't let leave home. So those are two that stood out to me. Wasn't a ton of quarterbacks there. You know, it was kind of odd. Normally these things are loaded with quarterbacks, but for some reason um, there wasn't a, a ton of arms. Hopefully we'll see them later on in, in the year. And, and one receiver I should probably point out that I liked is uh, Devon Mortimer. Uh, he's at a Fort Lauderdale Dillard. He played for DEFCON who actually ended up winning the tournament and uh, in, in the final against the Louisiana bootleggers. He took a nice little short out route and ended up running outrunning the entire bootleggers defense about 40 yards into the end zone, which is pretty impressive. I mean, I, again, like you said, not padded football, but to see someone outrun, you know, guys who are highly ranked recruits, like it's nothing is uh, absolutely impressive. And he's got offers from West Virginia, Texas A&M and, and Penn State. Yeah, so the 2022 cycle in full swing and even the 2023 class getting a, a, a kind of a head start on things uh, here at the end of January. Andrew, thank you so much for, for copping on to, to recap the Battle 7-on-7 seven seven Miami event. I got something to tell you. The last time or the previous time I've been on your podcast, we always joked about those official visits. You know, would schools send cookie cakes? Yes, I, uh, I'm interested. <laughs> I guess Arkansas sent out Every like would sent their signees or eventual signees uh, lanyards and a, a bunch of pamphlets as if the kid was going on an official visit, right? But they didn't send the cookie cake. I was talking to some Arkansas signee about this, and I'm like, "Oh, did, did they send you a cookie cake?" And he's like, "No, unfortunately, they didn't." But I thought we were close. I was about to call you right away and be like, "Hey, man, this actually happened." <laughs> At least send the ingredients, right? Like, <laughs> if, if you're afraid that it it might not travel well, uh, you know, send it in a little bag or a box or something, and have the recruits cook it themselves. I think that would have been awesome and a nice little touch. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I people have gotten pretty creative. I mean, the, the it was Cameron Ball, a kid out of Georgia. He was playing in this Florida Georgia All Star game, and you know, I was just asking kids. I'm like, what are these Zoom visits like? What like what did you like? What did what did you not like? And honestly, what I did learn is most kids. It seems like as soon as they liked an official visit, like or liked a Zoom visit, that's who they ended up signing with. And Cameron said that, you know, he did one and then they wanted to do like a mock official visit and like some package arrived and he had all these lanyards. And I thought that was pretty unique. I hadn't heard any other schools uh, that did that, but no cookie cake. Maybe college coaches listening to the podcast will uh, think of doing that next time. Hey, if you want to sign the best class in the in the in the country, I mean, you got to start incorporating the the cookie cake, maybe FedEx it or or, or next day ship it via via one of your uh, providers. Andrew, like I said, thank you so much for hopping on, and, and can't wait to do it again. Anytime, Blair. All right, that is Andrew Ivans. You can follow him on Twitter at Andrew underscore Ivans. That'll do it for us. Make sure you check 247sports.com for all the latest recruiting scoop from the Battle Miami 7-on-7 event from Andrew and Steve Wolfong, who were there, boots on the ground. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast.